This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Welcome everyone. Today's shiur is going to be a very, very special one dealing with a yesod, the fundamental lesson that everybody needs in their life. It's, it's really true and you can learn a lot from this one. What, what, what is it tonight, Lunishmat? Chayabat. Violet. Shoshana Bat. No, Chayba Vaila Shoshana. Chayba Vaila And? Fashlema. Esther Vatsimcha. Boys, here it is. Are you ready? This is probably one of the most famous Rashis in this whole parasha, and we need explanation to it. You ready? Let me read it to you. It says that when Esav, Yaakov was meeting Esav, Yaakov hides Dinah. And because Yaakov hid Dinah, the punishment of Yaakov was that she got violated. Now, why is it that Yaakov hid Dinah from Esav? Because he didn't want his daughter marrying Arasha like Esav. So what is the punishment? The punishment is because if Esav would have married Dinah, it could have been that he would have she would have switched him around to be Baal Teshuvah. You hear what's going on over here? Now, I, I, this, to this, I must read you this Rashi. It's very, very important. And that's what it says. It says, It says in Perek, Perek Lamed Bet Kav Gimel. Listen very carefully. And in Rashi, on that, on Kiv Gimel, it says, Where was the daughter of Yaakov? Yaakov put her in a closet and locked her, locked her up. In order for Esav not to look at his daughter Dinah and maybe what? Get the thought that maybe to marry his daughter. And therefore, Ne'enash Yaakov. Yaakov got punished, how? From the fact that he held back from his brother Esav, what? Dina. Since he held back Dina. So why is he getting punished? Why? Maybe she would make him into a good person. And therefore she got violated from Shechem. There's a very big question over here. What do you want from Yaakov Avinu? The Gemara speaks how important it is don't marry your daughter off to just any Joe Schmo. You're supposed to marry your daughter off to the best of the best. And that has some things that the Gemara says if you marry her to, 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 to a person that's, that's bad me daughter, heaven forbid, it's the worst things that happen for, for, the, for, for the daughter. What the Gemara says, I don't even want to say what the Gemara says, but it's something that's beyond our imagination. If you send your daughter, you marry off your daughter to somebody that is a disgusting person or that has bad character traits, don't do it at all costs. Don't do it. So if that's the case, if that's what the Gemara teaches us, if that's the case, what is the Yaakov doing that he, Rashi is explained to us that he got punished, that Dinah got violated because he hid, Din, he hid Dinah from Yisab. What do you want him to do? So to this, I'm going to start off telling you that Saba Mistabatka says as follows. He gives the answer and he says, because really it was the right thing, he says. It was the right thing and it's the right thing that he, that he closed. However, he says, how did you close the closet? Did you, did you slam it hard? 
Yes! Ah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hide my daughter from Esav. She's not gonna, he's not even gonna see her. Slam, boom! Or did you feel? Oh, I wish I could give my daughter to my to my brother Esav, but what should I do? I feel so bad. I feel so bad. And then slowly, 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 you shut the closet. Which one? So because that's how that psalmist book says. It's it's not it's not that he did. He did right. But how did you do it? Did you do it with some ha? Or not? Oh, you did it with some ha? You did it, you did a little bit of you didn't have that feeling into into shutting the, the closet? Oh, if that's the case, there's a punishment in that situation. You hear that? Is that clear? Now on this, there's a Mislashim that says there's something called Mishmush and there's something called Pishpush. What's the difference of Mishmush and Pishpush? I'll explain. Pishpush means that that a person in general, when he does certain mitzvot, you have to go ahead in your life and see, are you doing mitzvot, are you doing good, are you doing bad? That is called pishpush. You go over your day. By the way, basketball players, they took it seriously. It wasn't just playing the game of ball. You don't become number one NBA player just playing. You know what they did? They, they would go over, the coaches would sit the player down, and go through the game, oh, you stepped this way wrong, you should have went right instead of left. Oh, and when this guy was jumping, you should have went under his arm and be able to, to, to like that. And every move, they sit hours and hours to perfect the craft, how to play the game of ball. They, they do the craziest things. The hours that the coach sits him down, coach tells the player, listen, you see this play? Supposed to, he, he stops it, rewinds, stops, rewinds, fast forward, this, that, that, that. If you went this way, you went that way, you would have stole the ball from him, if you would have this, jump a little bit high. It's a crazy thing. It says, the Mishnah teaches us, if a person wants to serve Hashem the right, proper way, you're supposed to look back on your day and think, how can I improve tomorrow? Yeah, today I came late to me. Why? Oh, maybe I slept too late. Tomorrow, I'm going to sleep earlier. I'm going to beat the Yetzirah. Oh, what happened? I spoke Lashonara today. Why did you speak Lashonara? You spoke Lashonara? How did you speak Lashonara? Oh, it's because this guy, this guy, he always makes me speak Lashonara. Every time I hang out with him, he always asks me, what's, what's the Hiddush? What's, what's going on? And I have to tell him. So therefore, you, you know in advance not to. So the next time, when it happens, what are you going to do? You're going to go ahead and you're going to be able, thank you, you're going to be able to what? To make sure that won't happen again. That happens again and again. Baracha. How did you make your baracha? Did you say we're coming out? Did you not say you're coming out? You could go 50 years of your life and not make any baracha we're coming out. Why? You're never even thinking of it. So that's called pishpush. Now what's called mishmush? Mishmush is where you're having a certain mitzvah. You're having a certain mitzvah, that same mitzvah, and you're analyzing it to see if you're perfecting that mitzvah. You're learning Torah. You're going to you're going to learn. You're going to put tomorrow morning and put on tefillin. Yeah. Now everybody's putting on tefillin tomorrow, but now you go ahead and you say a little bit more with the tefillin. Wow! Thank you, Hashem, that I have an arm tomorrow morning. What am I do? Thank you, Hashem, that I have an arm. Some people don't have an arm. I have an arm. I can put my tefillin. Ah. Thank you, Hashem, so much. And therefore, what you're doing is, you're not just putting on feet. You're not just doing the mitzvah. You're mashmesh in the mitzvah. You're, you're, you're dissecting the mitzvah. It's the same thing with learning. Everybody learns. You're learning. I'm learning. Why, why, why are you learning? You're not just learning. Oh, let me, let me hear the hadush. Oh, there's... Oh, what am I learning? You know what you're learning? Because Hashem told me to learn. So now you're elevating the learning. You're not just coming to learn. You're coming to learn because God said, I have to learn. That's what I'm going to be doing. That's it. Period. 
Boom. You already elevated the mitzvah of learning. A lady, she wears sni'ut. Every lady's wearing sni'ut, Baruch Hashem. Now when she's wearing sni'ut, when she's wearing the actual sni'ut, she has to think to her mind that, ah, let me go a step higher. What am I doing? I'm the, I'm the Batmelech. I'm Hashem's daughter. The daughter of a king has to dress properly. That's called pishpush and mishmush. And therefore, from here, we're saying, even though Yaakov was right, but he's saying, according to Savas Tamatka, says maybe it should have been a little bit less of the closing of the, of the closet when that, that was it. That was, that's the first part. The second part I like to discuss is, I don't understand something. Where did, where was, where was Yaakov, Yesav born? He was born to where? To who? His father was? Isaac. His grandfather was? Abraham. His grandmother was? Asada. His mother was? Rivka. So what's going on? What do you want from Yaakov? What do you want from Yaakov? You're saying, oh, you know what? If he would have gave over Dinah, he could have made Teshuvah. What are you talking about? He has, you know where Esav grew up? You know where Esav grew up? He grew up in the, in, the, in the holiest homes. Now you're telling me, what? Oh, give her Dinah and make, make Teshuvah. What are you talking about? Lalo, you had a question or no? You hear it solid, Joe, you hear it's a solid question. He, he's brought up, his parents are uh, Rivka and Yitzhak. His grandparents are Abraham and Salah. Now, what do you want from Yaakov? Oh, you should he gave it, because if you would have given it, ah, maybe what? He, she would have made him a Baal Teshuvah. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I don't understand. You see where, he's, where his parents are, his grandparents. You think his wife? From here you see such a big lesson. You see the power of a wife. You see the power of a lady, a wife is so powerful that the Torah is teaching over here. If yes, if he had his wife that would push him, yes, he could have changed. Could you imagine such a thing? Could you imagine such a thing? You say to yourself, what do you mean? Esav had great parents, unbelievable grandparents, and yet... There's a ta'ana. There's a claim on Yaakov. If you would have gave her dina, it would have changed. Because a wife can push her husband to the highest limits. You have to understand the power of a wife. She's so powerful that she can push her husband to the, to the, to the highest limits. And therefore, where do we see this? It's very simple. Where do we see that? You know, Rabbi Akiva, everybody knows. Rabbi Akiva, for 24 years, after that, he comes back to his wife, and 24,000 students are coming with him, and she's greeting him, and, 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 and all the students are stopping her. What are you doing? You can't come. You can't, what do you mean I can't come? My husband! My husband! They didn't know who she was. 24, 24 years he wasn't there. And you know what Rabbi Akiva says? Sheli v'shelachem shela. How does he say that? My Torah and your Torah is all hers. How do you say that? And the students are saying, what do you mean hers? Why is it her Torah? It's my Torah. Why is it her Torah? You know what the answer is? Because Rabbi Kiva's wife encouraged her husband to learn. She encouraged her husband to learn. Think about it. Rabbi Akiva, at the age of 40, he's going, he goes to school, comes back. Imagine, how, how was school today? Usually say, how was work today? How was kolel today? How was school today? How was school today? Oh, you don't know, I'm the oldest one in the class. You know, yeah. you know, you know, you know, you know, you know what a wife is saying? Good. One day you're gonna be the greatest in the world. How good does that make the man feel? 
The man feels, oh, you feel great. Imagine your wife telling you all the time, commenting you. No, you could be a big Tamiyacham. No, you could be a big rabbi. No, I, if you put your mind to it, I know you're a very smart man. And she keeps on doing that. And even though you're not smart, you, you eventually believe it. You know, I am smart. And all of a sudden, you act smart. And you do it. You make it. How'd you do it? How did you do it? Because your wife was, 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 she really believed in you. You didn't believe in yourself, but she believed in you. And because of that, you made it to greatness. The wife is such a powerful uh, tool in your life that you have to understand. Uh, uh, the Gemara says, say, you know, I'm not going to go into that Gemara. But at the end of the day, this is the lesson that, 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 that we have to take out from this. Yes, Esav came from parents unbelievable and grandparents unbelievable. So what do you want from Yaakov not giving Dina? You know why? Because if you would have gave Dina, the wife will be able to do it. And by the way, that's what they say. It says, Eshet haver ke haver. What does that mean? A Tamehacham's wife is like, a, 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 like you have to give her the kavod as a Tamehacham. You know, one time Rabbi Ben Leibowitz, his husband, Rabbi Ben Leibowitz, his wife, his Robinson, was saying, you know, my husband's just learning all day, all night, all day, all night. He needs a break. I'm going to go speak to Hafez Haim. I'm going to tell him that, you know, he needs a break. She goes to Hafez Haim one day and she, she knocks, gets in. So they say, Hafez Haim, the Rebinson uh, Rabbah Bear Leibowitz is, 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 is the Rebinson the Rebinson Rabbah Bear is, is, is here. She comes in the door in the door. He stands up completely. For the Rebinson of Rabbah Bear Leibowitz we have to give her the right honor. We will stand for her. And then he stands up like this. Amazing thing. Says why? Because you, you have to understand after every Tamiyacham you see such a great rabbi you have to see there's a greater woman behind that man that's able to push and push and push and push and push that man to actually make it you know how hard it is imagine you have a guy he's sitting nobody recognizes you for 30 years in the kolel sitting and nobody recognizes you but your wife she's always telling you you're my tzaddik you're my tzaddik you're my rabbi you're gonna make it and then 30 years later you become gadol ador you know how much encouragement you have to need? You know how much encouragement you have to need? And who is that? Your partner in life. This is your wife. She gives you the encouragement. How many guys stayed in Kolel because their wives pushed them? How many guys? They were on their way, and they stayed in Kolel and became, they became rabbis spreading Torah to Amisail. They became rabbis in the community spreading Torah to Amisail. The guy wants to leave. No, I didn't marry you to work. I married you to learn and teach. Kavo, what are you going to do now? You want to make your wife happy, boom. You understand what's going on? That's what it is. A person, we, we have to understand, the wife has the encouragement. And even till, till, you know, sometimes a man comes home from work. And you know, somebody was telling me last night, I met, I met with a person at 10 o'clock at night. And you know what he tells me? The first thing he says to me, I have the best Robinson. I said, what do you mean? He says, I came from a business trip today. He says, yes, they were talking yesterday. He came from a business trip. It was 7.45. He said, he, he, he came to the house at 7.45. His shiur is at 8.15. He said that his wife said, eat quickly because you have your class. Eat quickly because you have your class. And he's telling me, Rabbi, I can promise you, I wasn't coming tonight. I was just going to relax home. I was tired. I wanted a shower and relax in my bed. And what is, what, what, what? no, 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 no. You have class. Go learn. Go learn. Go learn. And when you have a partner like that, yes, you could say, Sheli veshela shelachem. You could say, My Torah and your Torah is her Torah. How is it her Torah? Because she was always telling you, Continue. I believe in you. 
you can make it. You become tzaddik. You can come into me hacham. You can do it. You can help out the community. You can be a big Baal Chesed. Yes, I believe in you. That's the lesson that we're learning here. And that's exactly why it says over here that what? That he's saying over. Why? If you would have gave Dina. Well, what do you mean? You had Abraham, you had Sarah, you had Yitzhak, you had Rivka. But it's not the same as a wife pushing a husband. Understand? And, and, and a smart lady, it says, Chokhmat Nashim Bantabeta. Wise ladies, they know how to build their homes. How? Because they don't just do it, go on, go. No, no, no. They do it in a smart way. They do it in a smart way. They say, you should just know. The biggest pleasure that I get is when I see you learning. Wow. She knows how to do it in a smart way, not in a forceful way, in a happy way, in a loving way. Understand? There was one time a lady, she says, for my birthday, I don't want you to take me, I want, but I want, I'd rather you go and sit the shore and after that we can, we, 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 we can go out. But I want, I want you to, and this is really the, the, the smart woman, as, as they say. Rabotai, this is one more point that has to be discussed, and this is a very, very important point. And that is, that is great, what we just said about the wife. I'm going to tell you one more. The other one is, let's analyze right here. Yaakov, how many daughters does, does he have? How many daughters? 13. How many daughters he has? One. Okay, okay. We know that's Midrash. He has one that we know of that's, that's Nupshat, not in the Rush. I understand there was a twin on each, each, each time. There was a twin, I understand. But the Pshat that we have in the Humash is he had Dina. That's what we have. We have Dina. He has one daughter right now, Dina. Good? Good. Now, one of the reasons why sometimes a person gives up on, on his uh, success in life, or let's say he wanted to always be a certain thing or whatever it is, one of the reasons is that, let's say take a Baal Teshuvah. He might really want to come back. But he feels so far that by now, nobody believes in me, I'm out. Sometimes he feels like that. Me? Nah, Rabbi, you don't know me. I didn't go. I never went to yeshiva. I never kept Shabbat. I never kept kosher. I never did this. I never did that. So? So since the guy feels so far off, so he doesn't believe in himself, and therefore because he doesn't believe in himself, he automatically, even though he wants to come back, sometimes it's very hard for him to come back because of he came so far, he doesn't believe he could come so close. Now, Yaakov has one daughter. Imagine now, Yaakov says to Esav, I have my only daughter. And everybody knows, Esav Rasha, everybody knows. And I decided to give her over to marriage to you. How would Esav, think? How would Esav feel? That means you believe in me that I could come back? You're giving me your daughter? You believe in me that I could come back? Wow! You know the story of the Rashash? I'm going to say the story of the Rashash. You know the story of the Rashash? Amazing story. If you heard it, you hear it a hundred million times over again. Listen to the Rashash's story. Unbelievable. The Rashash used to have what? Used to have a gemach. And he used to, he used to what? Lend money out to people. He lent money, lent money. This is written in Shah Shabih Havyagetcha. Rashash Shadron says the story over. He has, he, he's a money, he, he lends money. 
So one time a guy, I'm going to say it quick, it's a famous story. He comes, one time a guy came over to me, Rabbi, I need to borrow whatever X amount of dollars, $10,000, we'll say, $5,000. I need to borrow $5,000. says, okay, no problem. He writes in the ledger, $5,000, here you go. Time came, and uh, what happened was, uh, he, he, this guy is coming to pay back his loan, and the rabbi, the Rashash, was sitting and learning Torah. Was sitting and learning Torah. As he's sitting and learning, this, he was very involved in his learning. Very involved. This guy comes, he pays back the loan, and now the rabbi's in the middle. So the rabbi takes the money, puts it, puts it, puts it like in the, in the back of the book, closes up in the back, closes up, and, and it does, it continues learning. Anyway, two weeks later, the rabbi's looking, who owes money? He says, wait, this guy owes. You owe money, you owe $5,000. He calls him over and says, you owe money, you owe $5,000. Where's the money? You have $5,000. Where's the money? $5,000. He says, no, rabbi, I paid you. He says, paid me? You didn't pay me. You have to pay me. No, I paid you. You paid me. You didn't pay me nothing. Zero. I didn't get nothing. Where's he pay me? Somebody you paid me. You didn't pay me. No, I paid you. They're going back and forth. Now they want to go to bed, Dean. And everybody's upset at this guy. You're going to take the, you're going to take the, you want you and the rabbi to go to bed, Dean? He's the rabbi. He's the rashash. What do you think? He said he didn't pay. You didn't pay. Pay up! And they're all upset at him. And they went to the bed, Dean. And the bed, Dean said, of course you have to pay up. And he ends up paying, and all of a sudden, what happens? After he gets paid, if he pays the rashash again a second time, a few weeks later, a month later, two months later, passes by. The rashash is learning. All of a sudden, he opens up the back of his gemara, and he sees the last, last page in the back, back, back. He sees five thousand dollars. He's like, "Oh my goodness, he did pay me back. Oh my goodness, what should I do?" He goes, he calls the guy, he says, come back, come back, come back, you really paid me. Oh, I'm going to make, I'm going to make an apology. I'm going to go up in the shul, and I'm going to say, I'm sorry. He says, Rabbi, you can't. It's too late. He says, why is it too late? He says, because even if you do that, people are going to say, oh, you know why? Because you feel bad for him, that's why you did it. He says, so what can I do? He says, and even if you do that, I have worse problems. Says, What's the problem? He says, my name became so bad in our community that my son moved out. My son is a marital bachelor. He moved out. He said he can't get married. And nobody, everybody hates his name. He says, you know what? I have a daughter. How about your son take out my daughter? And if it goes, it goes. And like this, nobody is going to think that you didn't pay. Everybody's going to know that you paid before and it was my mistake. What do you say? He says, okay. They ended up getting married. You believe that? They ended up married. They end up getting married. Because what? You have to understand. This is the, the, the point of the story. They say is, Shiduch is minashamayim. You know, what's the chances of that ever happening? Shiduch is minashamayim. But the point I'm trying to say is that when you believe in someone so much, they automatically get uplifted. Wow, you believe in me? Wow, you really believe in me? You give it more spirit. You give it more energy. You give it more, more, uh, more, uh, how do you say, a more uh, cheshek. I don't know how you say cheshek. I don't know how you say cheshek in, in English. You give it more desire to grow. And therefore, if Yaakov would have gave dinah, what would Esav say? Esav would have said, what? Oh my goodness, you believe in me that I could be a tzaddik? Wow, maybe I really could be a tzaddik. And then he'll automatically build it. I'm going to tell you two more examples to this. Please pay attention. Three more examples to this concept that a person has to understand that don't... Now, you know, you know what the real question is? The real question is now, Esav is a rasha. If he's a rasha, what are you talking about? How, could he, how does Yaakov even think of even taking a chance? Why do you want Yaakov to even take a chance? Let me explain. There's a pasuk in the Torah that speaks about Molech. Anybody ever hear of Molech? Anybody ever hear of Molech? You know what Molech is? Molech is 
What is it? That it's avodah zarah. Molech is it's called avodah zarah. That if you take if you take a child, they would burn it to the avodah zarah. And the pasuk says that if a person does it, back in the day avodah zarah was a thing. If a person does it, what happens to this person? Hashem says, I'll leave everything behind right now and I'll focus to punish this guy. You heard this? Look, look what it says. It says, Asher yiten If a person gives his son to the molech, mot yumat, he'll die. Right? Va'ani eten et panai ba'ishahu. What does that mean, ani eten enai ba'ishahu? Rashi explains, I'm going to leave everything behind right now, and I'm just focus on this guy myself. Meaning, Hashem is going to give it to him. You're putting your son, and you're giving him a sacrifice, I'll leave everything behind, and I'm going to focus on this guy. I'm going to give it to this guy. I'm going to give it to him. And then at the end of the, the, the parasha, at the end, meaning three, four Pesukim later, you know what it says? Three Pesukim later, it says, What does it have to do with anything? Oh, and after everything, be kadosh, what's going on? He says, even that guy that went so far off that he would go to the Molech, if he comes back, he'll be kadosh, because I make him kadosh. What? He's, he's a person where, where Hashem is going and He's going to take care of Himself. And what does it say over there? It says, oh, and by the way, this same person, Kilu, this same person could be Kadosh. How could it be Kadosh? The answer is, a person has to know, we are Hashem will come out. Hashem put a Neshama into us that's so powerful that really we would connect so much, so fast. But what? You got to just snap it up. You got to just, how do you say, uh, light the fire within there's so much in a Jew that is fire. There's so much fire that's not being lit. If you just light it up, it automatically comes comes so high. And that's what the Pesach is like. The guy could be so far off. But what? You light him up a little bit? He could come back so fast, he could become Kadosh. He could become Kadosh. And you know what the proof is? I'll give you the biggest proof that you all know. You ready for the biggest proof? Very simple. We were in Egypt, and it says, Goy Mikerev Goy. You know what it means? Goy Mikerev Goy. When they were saving us in Chamai, when they were saving us, going Mikerev Goy means they weren't sure when they were saving the Jews, they weren't sure who's Jewish and who's not Jewish. That's how, that's how low we were in Egypt. We were on the lowest of the lowest of the Tum'ah, of the impurity, of the lowest of the lowest of the lowest. Where they're trying to save us. They're like, wait, is this guy Jewish or this guy's an Egyptian? We didn't even know. That's how low we became. Hundreds of years we're in the Tum'ah. Hundreds of years we're in Egypt. And you know what happens? Just 49 days, 49 days after over hundreds of years in Egypt, we go 49 days and we get the most precious thing ever. We get the uh, Torah. We get to see Hashem. Hashem opened up the heavens and He brought us the Torah. How? How? The answer is very simple. The answer is very simple. We had it in us the whole entire time. We just had to ignite it. 
And when did we ignite it? The second we went out of Egypt, we started igniting it. Yeah, one day, two day, three day, 49 days later, we got such a high level where we're able to, to, to keep your whole, see HaKadosh Baruch Hu's the heaven in Shemaim, and we got the Torah. How is that possible? Because we already have it in us. We got to just light it up. And that's why this Pasuk is saying, by the Molech, you're so far off. But don't worry, you can become Kadosh. Why? Because I'm giving you the Kedusha. Because since you have it in you already, I'm giving you the Kedusha. All you have to do is just light it up. You hear what's going on over here? You hear what's going on? I want to tell you one more point, please. And please listen to this. It says, by the Rambam, in Helchot Teshuvah, Perek Halakha Dalad. It says, why do we blow the Shofar? And he writes over here, even though, because the Torah says, why do we blow the Shofar on Rosh Because the Torah says, However, you have to know, it's teaching us another lesson. It's teaching us those people who are sleeping in life. Those people who are way off. They're way off the path. Let them hear the shofar, let them come back on the derech. I have a question. You think the guy who is way off sleeping, right? And he comes to shul once a year, let's say. Rosh Hashanah, he hears the shofar. He all of a sudden he wakes up. That's, that's what Rambam is teaching us. You know what the answer is? Yes. Because you don't know the power of one, that one mitzvah can light up what's within. Because you're already lit up. You have to understand something. You're already lit up. All you got to do is continue. You know, I'll give you an example. You ever hear of a gas fire? You ever hear of a gas fire? What is a gas fire? The gas, you ever go into a house and it smells like gas? It's so dangerous, by the way. You have to go ahead, shut the gas off. You know why? If somebody would light a match... The whole house blows up. You know what I'm talking about or no? If there's a gas leak and the whole house smells like gas, and somebody goes and he lights a, lights a match, the whole house can blow Why? Why is that? Because it's already gas, 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 gas. And then the one, what? In the That's in the air. And then one hit, just one, one hit. Boom! Fire! It's the same exact thing with, with every Jew. Every Jew out there, he has within him so much, all he do is light him up a little bit, boom! He's on fire. You know, I told the story once, here, on Tony Time, and the guy who I told it to, texted me back. I'm going to tell you again, and hopefully he's going to be listening. About a few years ago, in the Wednesday night class, here, a guy came to the shoot, snow day, the guy is wearing shorts, and a tank top. And he comes in. Shorts and a tank top. And, um, and his father told me, could you speak to my son? He said, I'll try. I'll do my best. I'll see what I can do. This guy now, fast forward a few years, the guy is learning non-stop on a very high level of learning. The guy was off completely. What happened? He had it in him. He needs someone to believe in him that he can do it. You can do it. Don't sell yourself short of life. You can do it. Don't think you can't do it. You can do it. Because you have, every Jew has in him that gas pipe, that gas line, that gas. All you got to do is put the match, boom, the guy's fine. How many times do you see Baal Teshuvahs? Guys, Baal Teshuvah. You see the guy, I knew this guy in high school, what happened? He goes one year in Israel, comes back, 
The guy's black guy. Oh my goodness, what happened to him? He's laughing at it. What happened? The answer is he had it in him the whole entire time. Now he just got lit. Now he just got lit. That's what happens. And this is what's going on over here. What's going on over here? Why do people, again, why do people don't get lit up right away? Why? Because you have to believe in it. Guess what? In this week's parasha, you know what it says at the end? It speaks about Esav, who he married. Does anybody know what it says at the end where it speaks about Esav, who he married? You know what the name was? Uh, let's see if I can find it very, very quickly for everyone. And will be very, very nice. What does it say over here? Anybody know who he married? Anybody, anybody can, 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 can say it? Uh, Bosmat. Who said that? Bosmat. You said, oh, it's not a Bosma. I gave you, I gave you credit for nothing. What is that? <laughs> you got it? No. What'd you say? Huh? Who's Osna? Osna is uh, by uh, yeah. He says uh, yeah. One second. Where does it say Bosma? Over at the end. Eh. Veet Bosma bat Ishmael achot nevayot. Right. What does it say? On this that he married Bosma. You know what she says? Three people were mochel avonotahen. What does it say? One is a person, right? That marries, right? You get married. One of the things mechilat avonot. It's speaking about Esav's getting married to Bosmat, and we say mochlat. This is this is very interesting. On this, when this person that Esav's marrying, we're going to say you have kabrat avonot, mechlat avonot when you marry her. Like what's going on? Why are we saying it now? Says because Esav, we're trying to teach you. You're starting a fresh new start. You could start whatever wherever you are. You can start from the beginning and keep on going. And therefore, Rabotai, I just want to sum up real quick. Therefore, I want to sum up this. First thing we said tonight was, according to Sabah Mislabatka, what does he say? He says, why did Yaakov get punished? Because Yaakov, maybe he hit it too hard, the closet, when he was, when he was hitting, uh, hiding uh, Dina. Maybe it should have been a little bit more softer. That's what, he, that's what he wants to say. Then we said that what? Yaakov, Esav came from the highest heights. He had parents, he had grandparents, the greatest greats. So why are you saying Yaakov, Yaakov uh, should have gave a dinah, he wouldn't make a tshuva? He wouldn't make tshuva, how does he make tshuva? You see the power of a woman, the power of a wife, how much encouragement she has to give to her husband. And the last thing we said, this is the third thing, but this is also extremely important that you have to know is, we also said that what? That Yaakov, if he would have gave dinah to Esav, Yaakov would have, ya- Esav would have had the faith in him that his brother entrusts him, even though he's such a rasha to get back. Wow, that alone could have caused the person to make tshuva, and that alone a person has to understand that you have to believe in the other person that he can do it, he can make it because he can, because he can. And the three proofs we said was, first was the Rambam. He says, blow the shofar. And wake up. One mitzvah is going to wake up? Yes, because you're already lit. All you guys do is put the light on. Second, we gave the thing about the molech, the, the, the mitzvah of the molech. After that, it says, Bikadosh. And it says, the molech, the Hashem is going to punish the guy, forget about it. And then all of a sudden, Bikadosh, how? How? Because no matter who you are, no matter how far you became, you could be a sub. But you could always come back in one second, you become Kadosh. And the third, we said, was by Mitzrayim. We went in the depths of the Tumah where they didn't know who was Jewish and who was not Jewish. 49 days later, we got to the Rachel's highest heights where Hashem says, I'm choosing you and you're going to get the Torah. When we believe in ourselves that we can do it, when we can do it, 
Hashem will see and send you the Siyata Deshmai very quickly. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.